Tips, the Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the Sound mm, Kitchen. Yummy. And Susan Owensby's cooking. Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 5th of March, the 64th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are 301 days until the end of this year. We've all been watching with horror the invasion of Ukraine by the Russian Federation. I know that this has hit you, the listeners in India, especially hard, as there are many young Indians in Ukrainian medical schools. We are all sending stay safe thoughts and prayers for them and for all who are caught up in the invasion on the ground. I had a letter from our favorite Dane, Hans Werner Lolika, about Ukraine this week, and I want to share it with you. Hans wrote, Dear Susan, I am normally not for patriotic songs, but since Ukraine has been invaded by Putin in the cruelest way, I would like to propose the Ukrainian national anthem. Since 1997, I have visited Ukraine more than 10 times. In the first period, as representative of the Danish YMCA, trying to help a new and young YMCA build a democratic society with a strong social profile. I have hosted young Ukrainians in Denmark. I've initiated exchange programs. I have many friends in Ukraine in the YMCA and the Lutheran Church. I've always been met with such a warm and happy hospitality and seen so much of that beautiful land. I pray for them and for Ukraine. Yours, Hans. Hans added this information about their national anthem, and I quote, Ukraine's glory has not yet perished is the national anthem of Ukraine. The lyrics constitute a slightly modified original first stanza of the patriotic poem written in 1862 by Pavlo Chubnyski, a prominent ethnographer from the region of Ukraine's capital, Kiev. In 1863, Mikhail Verbietsky, a Western Ukrainian composer and a Greek Catholic priest, composed music to accompany Chubnyski's text. The first choral performance of the piece was at the Ukraine Theater in Lviv in 1864. The song was first the national anthem of the Ukrainian People's Republic, Karpatho Ukraine, and later the independent post-Soviet Ukraine. End quote. Here's their anthem.
That was Ukraine's national anthem, Ukraine's glory has not yet perished. The lovely thing about this version is that it was performed just a few days ago by the chorus and the orchestra of the Metropolitan Opera of New York before an opera performance. The entire opera audience observed a moment of silence and then stood in solidarity as the chorus sang. This is the Sound Kitchen and Susan Owensby's cooking. Still to come, an early International Women's Day celebration. Olia's happy moment and music from Erwan, but first... The Quiz. January, I asked you a question about the French President Emmanuel Macron. France had just taken over the presidency of the European Union Council, which rotates every six months between the 27 member states. You were to reread RFI English journalist Amanda Morrow's article, Pressure to Deliver as Macron Takes EU Helm Ahead of French Elections, and answer this question. What did Macron say about reforming the visa-free Schengen area? The answer is, to quote Amanda's article directly, a priority is reforming the visa-free Schengen area to allow the EU to safeguard its borders in the face of migrant crises and, Macron said, to prevent the right of asylum from being misused. was just too good to stop. You just heard Django Reinhardt and Stefan Grappelli playing Daphne. So, who won the quiz this week? 
This is Mukta Banu, who's a member of the Shetu RFI Listeners Club in Naugaon, Bangladesh, and Abdullah Saiku Ba, the president of the RFI Club Freetown in Freetown, Sierra Leone. Hello, Abdullah. Listeners, the RFI Club Freetown is one of our most active clubs. They're always working hard to improve living conditions in their community, from teaching young handicapped children to read and write to litter cleanup days. They're really great, and we are really proud to have them as an RFI club. Thanks again, Abdullah, and all the RFI Club Freetown membership for all your good work. Also on the list of lucky winners this week are RFI Listener Club members Wasif Ahmed from Narayaganj, Bangladesh, and two club members from India, Ms. Depita Chakrabarti from New Delhi, and Mr. Radhakrishna Pillai N. from Kerala State. Congratulations, winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. As I noted at the top of the show, we'll have an early tribute to International Women's Day in just a few minutes. International Women's Day is this coming Tuesday, the 8th of March, and to that end, my question this week is about the day. International Women's Day, as you know, is a global holiday which commemorates the cultural, political, and socioeconomic achievements of women. It's also a focal point for the women's rights movement and is meant to bring attention to issues such as gender equality, reproductive rights, and violence and abuse against women. It has a long history, International Women's Day, with different countries proposing a Women's Day from the early 20th century. It became a global holiday in 1977 when it was adopted as an official international day by the United Nations. I would like for you to do a little research. Find out when the earliest version of a Women's Day occurred and who organized it. Again, get out your encyclopedias and look up International Women's Day and answer me this. When was the earliest Women's Day organized and by whom and in which country? You have until the 28th of March to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on April 2nd to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-3112-9682. That's plus 336-3112-9682. Always include your postal mailing address, and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. You're listening to The Sound Kitchen on RFI. As noted, 
Tuesday. Tuesday is our big day, my sisters. What are you going to do to celebrate International Women's Day? Me? I'm going to dinner with three great girlfriends, two of whom you know. Former RFI English journalist Anne-Marie Besada, who unfortunately is no longer in the newsroom. She's an editor now for the print magazine Jeune Afrique. While she was with us, she produced an excellent podcast called Mid-East Junction, which I really miss. They are still on our website, though, and I've posted to the Sound Kitchen and the club's Facebook pages a link to the page where you can find them all. So if you didn't listen to them before, thrill your ears with them now. I learned so much from Anne-Marie, and she's a good girlfriend whom I see as often as I can. Then there's Judith Smith. If you've listened to the Sound Kitchen for a while, you'll remember she was on the show talking about a wonderful U.S. organization called Another Mother for Peace. It was founded by a group of mothers to protest the Vietnam War. Their motto was, War is not healthy for children and other living things. I grew up with one of their posters in our house, but Judith grew up going on Another Mother for Peace marches. Her mother was a great activist in the movement. Then there's my beloved Marianne Murdoch, my very first girlfriend in France. Marianne has a wicked sense of humor and keeps me laughing. It'll be great fun. We range in age from 40 to 70. It's a good thing I don't have to record the show the next day because we'll assuredly talk so much. None of us will have voices for a while. Ha, life without girlfriends. How could one survive it? None of them know, but I will present each of these lovely women with a bouquet of flowers to mark our day. What about you? Write in and tell me what you're doing to celebrate sisterhood. Hello, I am Ryan from RFI Fan Club Musidabad, India. This is the Sound Kitchen and Susan Wenesby is cooking. I had a very nice letter about International Women's Day with a music request from a good feminist. Men can be feminists too, you know. It just means you believe we should all be treated equally. It does not mean women don't like men. So my frequent correspondent, Sultan Sarkar, who's the president of the Shetu RFI fan club in Naugaon, Bangladesh, and a school teacher with a big heart, wrote this. Men have done half of the creation of this world, and women have done half. I have chosen the song Tomake Chai by Kabir Suman. This song shows that a woman needs all aspects of life. This song is a unique example of communism or gender equality. Men's lives are incomplete without women, so to be a perfect man, we must respect and love women. Happy International Women's Day 2022. And happy International Women's Day 2022 to you as well, Sultan, and all the men and women out there who believe and hopefully live and work for equal rights and loads of respect for women. Here's Sultan's request, Tomake Chai, written and sung by Kabir Suman. <laughs> দ্বিতীয়ত আমি তোমাকে চাই 
कईशोरे तुम्हें चाह सन्धेरवकाशे तुम्हें चाह कबिकार कलकता शहर पथे पुरो नतून मुख घर मारा अगंती मानुषर क्लान बीछे अचेना छुटर छोआ तुम एने दिले नागरिक क्लान तुम्हें चाहता शांति तुम्हें चाह बहुदूर हेटे से तुम्हें चाहिए जीवन भलोवेसे तुम्हें चाह चौरस्तार मोड़े पार के दोकानी शहरे गंजे ग्रामीण ठंडा शीतर रातरे कड़ी काठे मदुरे हसीरा गभीमान झगड़ा बसे चाय चौरसियारुखरित प्राणी अनुरोधे मिनती तुम्हें चाय बेदनारती तुम्हें चाय दाबी दावा चाहिदाय त 
তোমাকে চাই আমি তোমাকে চাই অধিকার বুঝে নেয়া রোখার দাবিতে সারা রাত জিগে আঁকা লড়াকু ছবিতে खोजार स्वने डे प्रथम तृत्यत আমি তোমাকে চাই শেষ পর্যন্ত তোমাকে চাই That was Tomake Chai written and performed by Kabir Suman a request from Sultan Sarkar the president of the Shetu RFI fan club in Naugaon Bangladesh for International Women's Day. Thanks again, Sultan. Hello, I am Priyanka Pal from RFI Women's Club, Mushidabad, West Bengal, India. And you are listening to The Sound Kitchen. And Susan Venezby is cooking. Can you stand any more happiness? Of course you can. And here's Olia Horton with her happy moment. Just take a pinch of inspiration, a bunch of good vibes, a drop of creativity, and sprinkle it with sunshine. And there you have the perfect recipe for a happy moment. Hello, Sound Kitchen listeners. Olia Horton from the RFI English team. I hope you are well. This week, I'm going to combine two themes, women and nature. As Susan has mentioned, International Women's Day is just around the corner on the 8th of March, and I want to give a little shout-out to a group of women I met just recently who are embarking on a project to contribute to protecting the environment. What is this new community venture, you ask? It's quite simply a public compost system. Yes, you heard correctly. Compost is the process of setting aside non-animal food scraps to be recycled in a natural way, creating a fertilizer for gardening. My suburb has a lot of green spaces and parks, and the gardeners need a whole lot of compost, so I think this is a great initiative. Plus, I'm not much of a gardener yet, and if I made compost, I wouldn't know what to do with it. Did you know that we can reduce the contents of our bins by 30% by just separating food waste for compost? That would end up being something like 80 kilos per person per year. I've decided that one of my New Year's resolutions is to be more green. And so here's an ideal opportunity to do something concrete, rather than just talking about it. The nice thing about signing up to this community group is that I've met some of my neighbours I never normally see. 
and I find out we have a lot in common. It's interesting to note that for now, all the volunteers who have signed up are women, which gets me to thinking about the link between women and nature, and how women are showing a strong desire to put healthier habits into place for their families and future generations. On top of the compost, I'm going to make a concerted effort to be more attentive to other areas of daily life where I can make an effort for the environment, be it reducing packaging or choosing more natural local products. Feeling like I'm making a contribution, however small, makes me happy. What about you? Do you have a New Year's resolution or a happy moment to share with fellow Sound Kitchen listeners? Don't be shy. You can send them to the Sound Kitchen or get in touch through Facebook. You can leave a message on the Sound Kitchen answering machine or you can go ahead and record your happy moment and send it to us in an email. All the addresses and phone numbers you need can be found on the Sound Kitchen page of our website, rfienglish.com. When you record, just make sure you hide under a blanket. It makes for better sound quality. That's all from me this week. Thanks for listening. I'm Ollie Horton. Enjoy your weekend. Bye for now. Thanks, Olya. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to Erwan Rome for his input and expertise in mixing the show, and thanks to you for listening. Be sure to tune in next Saturday to hear the answer to the question about World Radio Day. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch, and stay safe, my friends. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's a musician first and foremost. He plays the conga drums and is a walking encyclopedia of Cuban music, as you've heard from the two shows he put together for us. And if you remember from those programs, he taught us that Cuban salsa evolved from Eastern Cuba's traditional son or son oriental. It's one of the island's oldest musical styles. Erwan chose for us the all-female group Musica de Morena Son Septet, which features Eme Campos, one of the best tres players in Cuba, and she's a woman. As you recall from Erwan's program, a tres, which means three in Spanish, resembles the Spanish guitar, but instead of having six strings like a Spanish guitar, it has three pairs of strings, each tuned to the same pitch. Its sound is the defining characteristic of the Cuban son style, and it's wonderful. So everyone, roll back the rugs, get up and dance. And thanks again, Erwan, for your wonderful choice. Talk to you all next week.
¡Mina! 